0: Good morning. We are back. It's another Thursday prayer. Good morning, everybody, wherever you're watching in, whether you're watching the live or the replay, we're going to be talking about some things today. So our, our, um, our topic or our theme today is Stop Shrinking the Fit. And um, you know, before we get into the word, I just ask you to please like and share these videos. Um, that's how we get more eyeballs. That's how we get the word out. That's how we help more people um, for those of y'all who are on Facebook, if you don't mind um, tagging or sharing with somebody else, uh, if you're on YouTube, don't forget to subscribe so you'll get more of these videos and do all the things so other people can get blessed. So today we're we're talking about um, shrinking to fit and, and encouraging each other, me included, to stop shrinking to fit. So before we go any further, I just want to invite the Holy Spirit to take over this call. We're so grateful, Lord, that you've given us another opportunity to serve you and to get your word out to your people. So take over, Lord, and um, and glorify yourself through me so that they can see and hear from you and and not from me. Amen. So this this call today, um, when I was preparing for for this, I was going through some things. (laughs) And, you know, I come on, I'm just being honest. And going through some things and having to be reminded uh, in the word that that I don't need to shrink to fit to somebody else's expectations or or what they think I should be or what they think I should do, and I think there are a lot of us who are going through this uh, phase in our lives. It's a phase because it's not going to last long, okay? Um, but it's a phase where where you're being challenged to shrink to fit what other people think of you. And it could be. It could be your job. It could be your family. It could be your spouse. It could be your your siblings. It could be anything. So what I want to do is just share some um, quick word with you today to encourage you to not do that. You don't need to do that. And we're going to do it based on what what our Lord says about us. Right. Because a lot of times we have the tendency to listen to what people say about us. But I like to go back to what the Lord says about me. So we're going to go into um, Deuteronomy 1. And uh, this is, again, just bringing it back. And if you've been in here and you know these scriptures, then maybe this is just a reminder. Um, this was, um, just to give context, this is Moses, uh, and he's talking about the journey uh, that that happened, uh, the command to leave one place and move into another place. And so a lot of us, we've been commanded or instructed to leave one thing that we're in and move into another thing, Okay. And so we start with uh, Deuteronomy 1, verse 8. Um, See, I've set the land before you. And the Lord is saying, Go in and take possession. Go in and take possession of the land that the Lord swore to your fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, to give them and to their offspring after them. We're the offspring after them. And so just starting there is being in that mindset that, look, you need to go in and the land, the promise, whatever the Lord has set before you, regardless of what anybody says, go in and take possession of it. You have to actually go. You have to move and you have to do this thing. Okay, that's the first thing. The second thing I wanted to call out and this, by the way, this requires you to stand in who you are, who God says you are right? Who he says you are. The second thing is um, in verse uh, verse 17, you shall not be intimidated by anyone for the judgment is God's. And the case that is too hard for you, you shall bring to me and I will hear it. And this is another powerful reminder. Look, don't be intimidated by anybody. And I don't, I don't care what their title is, how much they make, where they live, nothing. Do not be intimidated by anyone. <laughs> and that is just a part of knowing who you are. But once you understand that any case that's too hard for you, that you bring to the Lord and he will hear it, he'll take it. He'll, he'll show you what to do. And I commanded you at that time, all the things that you should do. He will tell you what to do. So you don't need to shrink to fit other people's ideals. You don't need to be afraid. You don't need to be intimidated. Anything that's too hard for you, bring it to God and he will hear it. He will take care of it. Another reminder, this is when Israel, you know, again, 11 day journey turning into 40 years, y'all. So many of us are sitting on journeys that should have taken you a week and it's it's 30 years later and you haven't done that thing because you're afraid or, or you're intimidated. And the Lord is saying, see, see, meaning open your eyes, open your eyes and see the Lord God has set the land before you. It's before you go up, take possession as the Lord God of your father has told you. Do not fear or be dismayed. And so I just encourage you this morning that whatever it is that he has given you to do, whatever the assignment is, whatever it is, the promise that God placed on your heart. Go up and take possession, but don't shrink to fit what other people say you should do. Don't be afraid. Don't be intimidated. I love this verse 30 where it says, the Lord, your God, who goes before you, he's gone before you, will himself fight for you. Thank you, Lord, that you've already gone before us and that you are fighting for us. Just as he did In Egypt before our eyes and in the wilderness, in the wilderness, y'all. Even if you're in the wilderness right now, you're not sure how to come out of these situations, you can't see where you are. Even in the wilderness, He's with you. Verse 31 And in the wilderness, where you have seen how the Lord your God carried you as a man carries your son. All the way that you went until you came to this place of promise. So stand in that. Stand in that truth knowing that whatever it is, he will fight for you. He will fight for you. And you know what? As, as As a daughter of the king, knowing that he is fighting for me. There is absolutely no way. No way that I could look at situations the same way. There's no way I can look at situations with fear and doubt because I know who's fighting for me. And uh a lot of times people um people go to Proverbs 31. So I'm gonna go on a riff right now, but this was dropped in my 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 spirit, so I'm gonna share it with you because there's a lot of uh, studies especially women's studies that talk about Proverbs 31. And, um, and a lot of times women, we use that as a way to measure ourselves as the, women, the woman that we should be or we should uh, become what an upright or woman of valor looks like. And the context around Psalm 31, I mean, I'm sorry, Proverbs 31 gets lost a lot. So I just want to set this out here so that people don't get confused. Because, again, we use this as a measuring tool. We use, and I do this as well. I I love Proverbs 31. But I want to share just something really quickly around the context, the context of Proverbs 31. And it actually starts out, and I'm using the ESV Bible, the words of King Lemuel, an oracle that his mother taught him. These were the words that were we'll uttered. this was a prophecy that this king and I there you know there's not a lot of information about this king, um, whether he was Solomon and where he got this advice from or whatever but the words of this king um these were his these were, this, these were the words that he was repeating that his mother taught him. So this was his prophecy. he was prophesying about the woman <laughs> the woman he should marry. If you go into Proverbs 31, it starts with the warning um, of a son and the danger of some of the immoralities and his drinking, um, the danger of alcohol and and defending the weak and the defenseless, the poor and the needy. And then it moves into searching for the woman of character and virtue or value, valor. And and I think the reason why I'm pausing, because I wanted to share I want to share this, but the reason why I'm pausing to say that, a message to our sons, exactly. This is a message to our sons. But the reason I want to sh- pause and give a little bit of context around it is because a lot of times we go in and I've heard women come in here in Proverbs 31 and try to measure themselves up to this ideal. And they, when they realize they can't make it, they, they get disappointed and give up the fight. So when I think of Proverbs 31, I think of the aspiration and the possibilities, but we are all working on ourselves. There is no one who is a Proverbs 31 woman through and through, I'm telling you this. And when you come in here and you start comparing yourself And you realize that you cannot be in full Proverbs 31, right? Exactly. It's a principle. It's a principle. So I'm going to share it, but I just want to put that warning out because I don't want anyone to walk away feeling like, I can't, I can't do that. I can't do that. It's a principle, but that's my warning. (laughs) Okay. So I'm going to go in here and I I do, you know, I want to share a couple of things from Proverbs 31. And I urge you again, go read it for yourself. Don't let anything I tell you. If I'm, I'm coming to you from the word, I want you to go back into the word and read it for yourself. It talks about um, seeking wool. And I've come down a few verses. This is 13. Um, how she operates in business, seeking wool and flax, and she's working. You know, she's willing to work with her hands. Um, you know, um, she's like the ships of the merchant. She brings her food from afar. The way that she manages commerce, the way that she manages her household, the way that she, she invests, she considers a field and buys it. No, notice it talks about in, in verse 16, she's considering. It doesn't just say she's going out and just spending, right? So she's thoughtful and wise and thinking about how to um, expand her net, her, uh, network, her net worth, planting a vineyard. Um, you know, it talks about her arms made strong it talks about opening her hands to the poor and reaching out to the needy. She's not afraid, listen, she's not afraid of, of, uh, of the snow for her household. I mean, she's not even afraid of the environment and things that impact the things around her. Her husband is known in the gates. Why? It says when he sits among the elders of the land. So even the, even the, the positioning of the man that she's attached to, her spouse, It talks about opening her mouth with wisdom in verse 26 and teaching kindness that's on her tongue, meaning she's always speaking in that way. And she looks well to the ways of her household. She's not idle. She's not gossiping. She's not just sitting around doing nothing, right? Her children, you see, she's modeling that behavior because her children rise up and call her blessed and even her husband praises her. And so understanding these principles and for those of us who are aspiring and taking on some of these values for ourselves, you have no reason to shrink. But here is the but. Here is the but. Here is the but with these principles. As great as they are, you cannot do this without the Holy Spirit. This is not something you can take on by yourself. And that's why I started out with Deuteronomy 1. Showing you that Lord, the Lord has given you a land or given you a promise or something for you to take in position, possession, something for you to own and move into. But even so, he's telling you to do it with the Lord. He's not sending you out there by yourself. So I just wanted to share that with you on Proverbs 31. Amen. Amen. I can't see the name of the person that's saying this, but only he gives us the strength and the ability. Amen. Only God. So I just wanted to share again, you know, just to encourage you, don't don't shrink to fit. If the Lord is placing you somewhere, I'm going in with my full heart, full chest. <laughs> and I'm not shrinking to fit because he's t- he's telling me to go in and take possession of this thing. Go in and take possession. The Lord is with you. Go in and take possession and know that you're doing it with the help of the Holy Spirit. So I hope that blesses someone. I hope that it encourages you go back into the word, and we're going to close with prayer. Lord, we just thank you for another reminder that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. It is only through you. And Lord, for those of us who've been given assignments, whatever they look like, whether they are ministry, whether they are as parents, or spouses, sisters, friends, caretakers, whatever that assignment is that you've given us, Lord, that you will help us to to stand in this thing to open our eyes and ears so that we can see and hear from you and not shrink many of us have been given such humongous assignments all right thank you lord and you're asking us to step fully into what you've called us to do so lord we just thank you for that we ask lord god that that it will not become pride or ego those of us who've been called to lead that is not out of pride and ego and that will continuously come back to you. Thank you, Lord, for everything. Bless everyone who is listening live and bless everyone who's going to watch or or listen to the replay that they'll come to see you and that you'll be demonstrated in their lives today in some way. And I pray for everyone who who've been told things by others around them that they need not be so loud or they need not be themselves or they they need not be for the sake of others. Lord, I ask that you correct those thoughts for God so that we can do exactly what you have called us to do. Thank you, Lord, for this day and bless, bless this call. Amen. Amen. All right, y'all. That's what I had. Stop shrinking to fit it's very painful. Don't do it. (laughs) All right. Bless you. I'll be back next week. Y'all have a wonderful, wonderful Thursday.